Welcome to 17 Strong. Victories don't come by accident. Here's your host, Steve Teixeira. Thanks, Andy. Welcome to another 17 Strong podcast. I'm your host, Steve Teixeira, along with my beautiful wife, Holly. Hey. From Grand Junction, Colorado. Yes. Where we are wrapping up, and we have the honor. I and know. I'm really excited. Another one of Ryan's teammates. I, could you call yourself a teammate, no, I guess? No, he was a coach. coach. More of a, yeah, more of a friend. A mentor, mentor, friend, friend yeah. coach, yeah. Absolutely. And now... Nate, you run Fellowship of Christian Athletes. Yes. Yeah. So, Thanks for being here. Yeah, thank you guys for having me. Yeah. So, what an honor. Tell us all about yourself, Nate. Yeah, tell us about you. All about myself. Yeah. Just like a little story. Yeah. Um, where you yeah, where you're born and raised, yeah. how many kids, yeah. the yep. the mayor, everything. Uh yeah, born and raised in uh, Montrose, Colorado. So not too far from here, a little bit south. Um love sports. And had the opportunity to come up here and play at, at CMU. Uh, it had just transitioned from Mesa State, actually. So when I signed, oh, wow. I had a Mesa State hat. And then I came and I got a you know CMU hat because we, wow. we just changed. So, yeah, that was uh, fall of 2011. Is I was a freshman and uh, just had a great time up here. Played here for three years. And then uh, had the opportunity to get drafted. Went and played with the Arizona Diamondbacks mm. for a couple years. Um and I was I was in the single A system in uh, Hillsborough, Oregon. So oh, the, my sister lives the there. Hillsborough Hops, yeah. My sister lives yeah. there now. Isn't it was a great time. Yeah. What position did you play? So, up up and through until I got drafted, I was a shortstop. And then when I got drafted, I became kind of a third baseman. Mm. And then by my second season, I was I was total utility, outfield, Anything. first base, third base, second base. Yeah. So did Just you? What did you? Did you decide? This isn't for me. What what got you out of it? Were you with like, baseball? Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, I it was a childhood dream, and I I hope. I mean, I still talk to all the guys, and I hope that they always, everyone, every single one of them gets the opportunity to go and play at that level. But mm-hmm. um, childhood dream did not. Um, it it didn't pan out to be what I thought it would be my whole entire life. I mean, a lot of politics. Sure. Um, I, I remember, oh, man, the one, the lifestyle for sure. Mm-hmm. But there was one pivotal moment. My coach pulled me in and was like, hey, you're the better third baseman, but we got a guy coming in that needs some rehab, and he got more money, so he's going to start. You won't play for the next week. And I was like, man, that's not fun. Is you that know? money? Yeah. So I, I, tell, I tell the guys all the time, enjoy college baseball because sure. it's not about that. It's about winning. It's about the team, the brotherhood, all that stuff. So, um, I I chose not to not to not to play. I hadn't finished college. I left when I was a junior, so I wanted to come back. I really really wanted to be you know a husband, a dad, you know some of those things. And um, I played with some guys that played for ten years, and they still were in double A, triple A, you know all that stuff. So did you play with anybody that's made it to the big? Oh yeah, Danji Swanson was my locker roommate. Really? So, yeah, and he's he's a big reason of why. I didn't play short anymore because he was the number one draft pick out of Vanderbilt in 20. uh, He was 2015. Right. But, uh, yeah, he was a stud. There's a couple other guys, a couple pitchers um, that are up there now uh, that are doing really well. So, yeah, it's pretty cool. Every once in a while I'll see somebody and just be like, oh, yeah, I know them, you know. Wow, what a small Yeah, That is. Yeah. So tell us how you and your wife met. Yep. So came back, finished school, uh, finished up my my education this spring of 2016, and uh, Austin Kaiser, who you guys are familiar with, mm-hmm. um, was my best friend. He was now the AD here, um, and so I was uh, hanging out with him quite a bit. His wife was at PA school in Nashville, and mm-hmm. so every night we'd go hang out with each other, and he came back one night and said, hey, I think I uh, I just met your wife. And I was like, what? I was like, 
who is it? Just curious. And he was like, Jamie Dario. And I had known Jamie because she went to Junction High School and West Coast League or the Western Slope League back when I was at Montrose. Uh, I watched her play basketball. Like I knew okay. who she was. And I was like, no way. And weirdly enough or strange enough, two months before that, I got asked to go on a blind date by another guy. And it was with her. And I said no <laughs> because I knew who wow. she was, you know, before high school and all oh, that kind yeah. of stuff. And I was like, I just don't know if that's, you know, my type, you know. And uh, he, I had a lot of trust in Austin Kaiser. I mean, yeah. he had, I had a lot of trust in him. And so I was like, all right, maybe I should, you know, pursue this a little bit. So met her at church. Most awkward encounter I think I've ever had with a girl <laughs> in my life. Wow. Um, didn't know what to do. Ended up messenger on Facebook, apologized, all that stuff. And long story short, somebody was supposed to introduce us. Oh. And then they didn't. And so we just awkwardly stood there. And she's like, okay, well, bye. And then she left. And so it was it was really awkward. Um, wow. But yeah, week week after that, we went and got uh, dinner as a friend group with Austin and a couple of the guys from Mesa. And mm. week after that, we started dating. A year after that, we got engaged. A year after that, we got married. And so now we have two, two daughters. Daughters. Two little daughters, I might add. They are fun. Yeah, they they are. Kyler's our oldest. She's three. And then Hallie's our youngest. And yeah. she'll be one in May. And as tall as you and your wife are. They are tall. They are on the growth charts. I love it. That's awesome. Yeah. I love to see and watch them. That's, That's great. That's great. Yeah. Okay, where do we want to go? Want to go well, to? How did you meet Ryan? Yeah. When was the first time you met him? First time I met Ryan was actually the spring, early spring of 2016. Uh, he came. Um, we were in the math path, which is beautiful now, but it used to be just that like tent mm -hmm. and we were hitting in there and, uh, he, Hank, coach Hanks always does these things where you share every player comes up to the front and kind of shares a little bit about who they are. And then the team gets to ask questions. And, uh, Ryan was his first time on campus, uh, since he was cleared to come back after his treatments. Mm -hmm. And, uh, that was the first time I met Ryan. Got to meet him and so you heard him questions. share. I did hear him share. Yeah. So what did he share? Yeah, he was just so excited to be there because he had he he signed what back in 2015. Mm. Well, he actually signed in 2014 because he was coming in 2015. Okay. Yes. Yeah. He signed so, his junior year. Okay. No, wow. He no, he didn't. Oh, that would make sense though. He he signed his senior year, but it was November, and then he got diagnosed in April. So he signed it the the right year that you said, but it was in December. It was in November that he signed. Oh, okay. 2014. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Okay. And then, but 2015, the fall of 2015 should have been his freshman year. Yes. 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 But he was in treatment still. He was in yes. treatment. Yeah. So he he showed up um, early January yep. when we reported and back. It was cold. It was mm -hmm. cold. It was freezing, and uh, I just remember he was so excited to be here. And obviously, like everybody was anticipating for him to come. Mm. Right. His his best friend Garrett was already here spoke very highly of the kind of player that he was and his talent level. Um, and uh, I don't know. I don't know if Garrett is going to see this or heard this, but from the word on the street was that Ryan was a, a better player than Garrett. Like he was a good dude. And, and Garrett would say that. And uh, so everybody was really excited to meet him. Obviously that was, I think, a vulnerable spot for Ryan because Ryan was just out of treatment. You know, he wasn't looking himself. Right. He wasn't feeling himself. Wasn't feeling himself. M missing, no. Yeah. you know, part of the inside of his leg. Absolutely. And, you know. What we had seen of Ryan was his high school body, right? Right. And he was a stud. Yeah. yeah. You know, and so he was just excited to be around the team, excited to meet the guys that he had heard about, you know, and all of that. So. Yeah. Uh, and do you remember any of the questions or any anything like that he said at that 
particular moment? You just knew that he was excited. You knew he was excited. Yeah, yeah. Just by the questions that people asked of, you know, when they get to know you, I mean, he would just be like, you know, I'm just so excited to be here. Yeah. You know, because he was just one of those kids that if you want to ask me a question, why am I bald or, you know, things right. like that. Oh, you know, 100%. Yep. Um, yep. I'll, you know, I'll tell you, you know, or whatever. There was a lot of questions around like how was treatment, you know, what was that process like? How okay. You, how are you feeling? You know, some of those things. Okay. So that did come out. Then. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So he, yeah. and he's super transparent about things. Like he was just really, whatever you want to know, I'll tell you. And yes. Um, yeah. So that's good. At least he got here and was open book, you know, because a lot of times people are anticipating that they're like, I don't know what I should say, what I should not say. And, you know, and he just laid it out there. Totally. Yeah. And and your position with the team at this time is what? Are you an assistant? I was just like, I was just helping out. I was helping out. I was finishing my undergrad, just helping out. Um, knew the writing on the wall was I would start my grad assistantship, my master's program in the fall. So you had come back from your stint as a pro player Yep. and you're going to start your graduate program Mm -hmm. and an opportunity to help coach. Yes. Yep. Yeah. When I got done playing, I, I, I just remember, you know, talking with the Lord to being like, cause I felt like he was telling me it's, it's time it's done to Mm -hmm. hang them up. Cause they wanted me to come back and I was like, I don't think I'm going to do it. I think I'm going to. You know, finish up school and I was like, well, if I'm not going to play, I should coach. Like I should take what the Lord has given me and yeah. try to give that to other people. Absolutely. And so, uh, Hanks was like, well, if you're going to coach at the college level, you need a master's. And I was like, well, I mean, I liked school, but I did not like school that much. Um, <laughs> but that's why I went and got it. He's like, we'll pay for it. You can help coach. And I was like, great. And so, yeah, oh. at that time I knew, um, what I was going to be doing in the fall. And so I started helping out coaching as while well. I was finishing my undergrad. I had like, I think I had three classes I had to finish and, okay. and they were, they weren't that challenging. So it was pretty quick. I was actually in a, in a class with Josh Shapiro, who was a player at the time. Yeah, yeah. He was yeah. a player and I was a coach. And he's super and we were smart. in the same class. Yeah. He was brilliant. He's yes. brilliant. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Shout out to, Sh- yeah. to Shapiro. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. He's in Denver, isn't he? He's in Denver. Yeah. yeah. He, he's and like he a financial like... banker. Yeah. I heard he's got a pretty bad wreck. Oh, was in the hospital for a couple of days. Whoa. Oh, really? Yeah. But I think, I think from what I heard, he's doing good. Oh, okay. We'll yeah. have to reach out to him. Thanks yeah. Yeah. That. But oh, yeah. Is he still working for um, Dylan Todd or what's Todd? He's transitioned. He I think I think he has transitioned from, okay. that, from that position. But he's still in the finance. He's still in the finance world. Gotcha. Yeah. Doing something he loves doing. Yeah. Good. Yeah. 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 Oh, That's I just the way it. his mind works. It, 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 it is. It is. That's awesome. Yep. Okay. Great. So give us one of your first Ryan stories. And after you met him, you know, you're done the question and answer thing yeah what's what's next that you remember yeah it was um so i was helping out with the team but i, I wasn't traveling right because i wasn't an official coach so sure. i would work out the guys who stayed back and um ryan was obviously one of those guys right because I, I don't even think i think he was medical red shirting or, yeah, or something medical red shirting. um yep. and so he yeah wasn't really he didn't really practice at all um uh, but coaches were gone right so he uh he asked me if he could go take some ground balls and he was still really early in his uh treat or not treatment but his rehab, rehab. Yeah. yes absolutely still very weak uh in a lot of areas but he wanted to take ground balls so bad so it was a beautiful day we let him go out there first ground ball i hit filled it beautifully couldn't get up and just stumbled and Fell it was a somersault. Fell did a somersault, had grass on him, uh, but just the biggest smile oh. on his face. Oh. Loved every minute of oh, it, I'm man. sure. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Yes. Did um, he get up and do it again? No, he's like, I better call that one quits. Uh, which, which, was, in trouble. which was probably smart. Yeah. I think I felt a little bit of that too. Just like, oh boy, I, yeah. you know, I better not 
Um, Get in trouble for her. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and and like I said before, he was only two weeks out of treatment, so that was his last treatment, um, and then he came to school. Right. So I mean, yeah. So when you that could have been you know only a month out of treatment or you know month and a half of treatment. So yeah, he was very early on getting you know his rehab. Right. So yeah, definitely. That's that. But that's just Ryan. He wants to push the oh. envelope all the time. And it just shows his passion. Yeah. I think for everything he did. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think you happened to mention off camera a story about his Mr. Mav experience. Yes. Yeah. What oh, was yeah. That? Version of the Mr. Yeah. Mav. So so Mr. Mav started my freshman year actually back oh. in 2011. Gotcha. Um, and basically what it is, it's like a, it's a pageant where you have a pickup line. So they have a girl who's on a stage. You come up, you have a pickup line and, and, and the stand it's, it's in Bronson arena. So the stands are packed with other students that they invite Okay. and it's like a pageant where you come and, and it's you, all uh, athletes, right? It's all, it's all athletes. Okay. Yep. It's a, it, it was a fundraiser at the time. So you would pay or bring canned goods, um, to get into this event. And then you would watch all these freshmen from different sports. Sometimes there was occasionally like a senior or something, but, um, yeah, Ryan was, Ryan was doing it. And I just remember watching, I think I was actually sitting with, with, uh, coach McKinney and Ryan just blew it out of the water. He had, (laughs) he had some sort, his pickup line was something Barbie. Something Barbie. I don't remember exactly what it was, but it was some type of a Barbie Barbie line pickup line. Oh, absolutely. Everybody just lost it. And then the the best part was you had to have a pickup line, um, an activity, and then um a there was a there was a and then a bathing suit. There was a bathing suit. Yep. There was there was a bathing suit. And there addition. was a lip sync. Yes. Of some sort. Yes. Or an activity. It oh. could be oh. yep, yeah, a performance of some sort. Oh, gotcha. And uh Ryan came out, of course, in his cowboy boots for the, uh, for the, uh, for the lip sync type, not for the lip sync, for the, um, the swimsuit edition. He came out in his cowboy boots with his swimsuit attire on. Oh my goodness. (laughs) I think he was cowboy hat on too. So it was, it was a good look. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, his activity, he brought a contestant down from the stands, (laughs) had him lay down, went back behind the backdrop, comes out in rollerblades. (laughs) <laughs> right comes out in rollerblades with a cape and his cowboy hat on and he comes around and he jumps over the person uh, and everybody just goes nuts right because can't because he had cancer like he wasn't i don't think fully out of his his oh, no. his no. And, and he when goes he, when he jumped over the girl he was like <gasps> like almost fell like yep. had to like, oh, catch man. himself yes we it was amazing dying. but he it landed it he landed it didn't hit her everybody went crazy yeah oh, it was yeah. great it was great. And we asked him, like, did you plan that? He's like, no. I'm like, who was the girl? He goes, I don't even know. Yeah. And the thing is, is he didn't even, wasn't even convinced that he was going to clear it, you right. know? But totally. He had confidence that he, he was did it. Do it. He did it. He did it. It was awesome. Absolutely. Wow. So, yeah, that was, that was, that's a very fun memory I have of Ryan. Yeah. yeah. For sure. And then he actually won the whole thing. He won it. He won the of, whole thing. I mean, hands down. Like, so, nobody else even came close. I mean, it was the, it close. was the coolest and thing ever. You question and answer part of it because that was the very last whoever was i don't remember you don't that remember part. that part and i might i might have headed out at that point okay i know that we we just watched the activities and then you oh. know we kind of left but That's and do, it, yeah oh my gosh and i do i do i vaguely remember the um lip sync part but i don't remember what song he did uh-huh. because he he poured like a bottle of something on him okay. i don't even remember what it Maybe yeah, that was even when he did the um, swimsuit. I don't even know, but he poured a bottle on him, like so it was running off of it. 
<laughs> the Mr. Mavic is crazy. My my freshman year, we had a wrestler chug a gallon of milk and just threw up everywhere. I mean, it was oh, it's man. crazy. It gets a little wild. Do yeah. You you didn't participate. You I just, did participate. You did. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. My freshman year. Okay. We see. had there was four freshmen total that that Hanks recruited that year, and we all did it. And then we we did a uh, I won it that way by the Backstreet Boys. That was our lip sync. We did it all together. Oh, you nice. Did it all yes. Together. Yes. Because there's four of them, so we all oh. did it together. We're oh. we're in our white. Oh, that's oh, hilarious. It was great. That's awesome. Oh, that is really good. Okay, and then um, I know we talked a little bit off camera that um, Ryan did his testimony at fellowship of christian athletes yes you were not there not at there. that no. point but there was um i do know that that was just so ryan though to do that here he is you know very new on mm -hmm. campus and somebody must have asked him i mean he wouldn't have volunteered it but he's yeah. like oh yeah i'll go i'll, yep. I'll tell my yeah. testimony so i mean I just remember the phone call and he said, oh, yeah, I'm going to give my testimony at um, Fellowship of Christian Athletes. I got to go. I'm almost there. Yeah. So, you know, and n never prepared, you know, never put anything on paper. He was right. just like, I know my story. Yeah. I got this. It's yeah. fine. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's just how he rolled. Just right. super, you know, easygoing. Didn't, oh, yeah. you know, didn't really care. Yeah. He just wanted to, you know. And it, and it was powerful. I, I do know that. Um, I was not there, but Davis Campbell was one of the freshmen when I came in as a freshman, okay. he was my roommate, one of my best friends. Um, he was the president. PJ was the vice president, both baseball guys. Oh. And so I guarantee you that's how uh, Ryan got in there. Oh, I, think, okay. I think Garrett Ball used to go. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. And uh, fun fact, I got to say this just because I'm remembering it. When we came for our it was ours, I say. Um, remember when Ryan came for his visit, his official visit? Yes. So McKinney was taking us around, and you were in the workout spot. Oh, really? Yes. I'll never forget it because— That was the basement. The basement. the basement. Oh, man, the little dungeon. The little yeah. dungeon yeah. basement. Yep. You were in working out, and I'll never forget because they're like, oh, yeah, that guy, he's he's like a um, professional baseball player and yada, yada, and we're like, huh? Who? And then we <laughs> see you, and you're like your assistant coach the next time we see you. Uh -huh. So I'm like, is that the same guy that was in the dungeon? That was like— Wow. <laughs> it was That's so, wild. That's a fun fact that, you know, yeah. we were just— getting a tour of the, you know, the facilities and right. you were in there right. and, um, yeah, you probably didn't even know it. It's cool what the Lord does. I know. Cause look, I mean, we're sitting together now, yeah. you know, talking right? about connections. some legacy. And thing. that's yeah. what's super interesting. So yeah. what, what's a fun story that you can share with us that really shows Ryan's. Well, do you want to talk about the, um, the, uh, challengers? Sure. Baseball. Yeah. Let's talk yeah. about that. So yeah. the Challengers baseball, you were actually there. Yes. And not only were you there, you were at, you were Ryan and Garrett's roommate. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So I got I had the opportunity um to go to um Williamsport because they have a Challenger baseball game and yes. Junction got selected to do that. Well, Coach Hanks McKinney, they they couldn't go because school had started, mm -hmm. practice had started, and so I was I was the low man on the podium tool, but truthfully got the biggest honor, yeah. I, I believe. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, I got to go with I think there was eighteen um, all abilities or the challenger kids that went, mm. and then we had I think sixteen or so um, of our CMU athletes who were their buddies. So it was like right. a one to one camp, and uh, man, what a cool experience that was. Oh. I mean. Top-notch guys we got to take from the team, um, Ryan being one of them, and Garrett. And, yeah, the way that it worked out when we got to Williamsport is that um, Garrett Ball and Ryan Share were both roommates. And then I was – it was like a suite style. And so there was like a bed with like a pullout. And so 
Um, yeah, I, I just remember they would help me out so much because I was nervous, right? I had a fanny pack of a bunch of cash that I was given from Hanks to help pay for all the guys. Tom Spicer, basically, the oh. AD gave us money gotcha. for this trip. It wasn't coming out of the baseball budget. It wasn't coming out of our own pockets. It was money that was given to us by the school. <gasps> but I was in charge of it. And so there was like just this bunch of money that I was given every night and we had to give out a certain amount every night. And so they would help me. We'd have it laid out on the bed and we were counting it for each guy to come in and get their, you know, however, however much money they got that per day, day mm-hmm. um, for that. And so they would help me with that. But that was kind of when I just got to know Ryan. The hard part was that, that was school was going on. Sure. And so they had homework that they were doing, you know, so I was just kind of hanging out. I had homework that I was doing cause okay. I was in my master's program. Um, but it was cool just one to see the relationship that Garrett and Ryan had. Mm. Um, and you know, my faith means so much to me mm-hmm. and it meant so much to them too. And yeah. so it was just a really cool opportunity that, that I had, um, even though I was a coach, cause I don't think the coach, a coach doesn't get the opportunity a lot of times to really form that kind of a relationship with the sure. players. Yeah. Right. But right. I kind of got to in that, right. in that way a little bit. And so that was just a really cool experience and getting to watch both of those two and all the, all the guys, um, work with those challenger kids. Mm. I mean, you guys are just part of our all abilities camp. Like it's a two way thing. Right. As much as you are helping these kids do something that they don't get the opportunity to do very often. Yeah. It helps put things into perspective. They're changing you. your life. Oh man. Yeah. yeah. 100%. No, it just, yes. it, it blows me away. And, and we had a earlier conversation with, with Carmen Kelly yeah. and it just, I mean, it'll change your life watching these yep. kids be normal for mm-hmm. the day. Yeah. Yep. You know, yep. because there is nothing that holds them back. They right. give it their all. Right. Mm-hmm. And they are so happy doing it. Right. So happy just to be out there, you know, yeah. whether it's being pushed as fast as you can in a wheelchair right. or running on crutches. Yep. It doesn't matter. Yeah. They're doing it. Yeah. When I was when I was playing, this is actually like I try to tell this to to anybody I ever get the chance to talk to in front of athletes. Um, when I was playing with the Diamondbacks, I was over thirty. I mean, just a terrible stint. Um, and this is a longer story, but my host dad was actually a, a the dad of one of my good buddies that played the cross here. It was an FCA with me, but they lived right next to the ballpark in Hillsboro. And so I ended up living with them for two years. He married my wife and I, um, probably one of my biggest mentors in my life. But I was over 30. We were eating dinner one night, and I was just like, yeah, I'm just I'm struggling. And he goes, just remember, your worst day is somebody's fantasy. And I, I relate that. I mean, to that so often, right? Like it's the perspective. Mm-hmm. Like you, even though you're over 30, there's somebody that wishes they could be over 30. Mm-hmm. They'll never get that opportunity in their life. Absolutely. And so, yeah, perspective is, is amazing. So it was really cool to see. And those guys, each and every one of those guys will tell you to this day, that was a pivotal moment for them. Oh, Ryan Absolutely. did tell us. Yeah. That was the best experience of his whole life. Yeah. Yeah. His whole life is to be able to go there, mm-hmm. to share that experience, and to be the buddy, and to just, I mean, he got more out of it right. than, than yeah. Malia did, his buddy, or right. or Carmen yeah. Kelly. Like, he just really, yeah. and that's in his wheelhouse, like, yeah. just oh, yeah. loves to... Um, to be a part of stuff like and that. And the right. bonds that we created with those. Oh, yeah. The Challenger kids. Yep. I mean, still to this day. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. They were you know? pumped to see you. Oh, yeah. they couldn't we wait. We get excited to see them. Spencer oh, was yeah. like, do you know Stephen and Holly are coming? I'm like, yeah. I know they're coming. Yeah. yeah. yeah it's it's just, and, and they yeah. bless us so much. Yeah. They, so much. they are just, I don't know. They, mm-hmm. they look at life through a different set of lenses that I think more people need to look oh, through. Yeah. I do too. Absolutely. Because, because so. there is just, you know, the world has rejected them mm-hmm. a lot of times. Yep. 
and they don't reject anyone. Mm-hmm. There is just, mm-hmm. it's true love that these kids, yeah. that they want to share. It's yep. just amazing. It is yeah. amazing. You know? It is amazing. And oh my goodness, what a amazing experience that you got to go on. And it totally. was just, yeah. totally. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and and you know you look back, you look now, and it's like, why did I get to go? Yes, you know, it's my first year coaching. Like, you know, why did I get to go on that trip? That's so. But cool. I, and you didn't have a buddy. I didn't have. I didn't have a buddy. No, you didn't have no. a buddy. I was the coach helper. You I was just overseeing the Mesa guys, yeah. and then I was helping Carmen Kelly. Was That's it. And then you, um, so you had. Uh, I mean, it wasn't a free schedule, but you didn't have to be by somebody twenty four totally. seven. Yep. Okay. Yep. Nope. Wow. I got to help out. Um, you know, shag the baseballs or, you know, be on first base, tell the kids to go and all those things. So it was, it was just a cool experience. Yes. Just a really cool experience. And I had never been, you know, grew grew up watching the Little League World Series, but had never been there. And, you know, just, so just to see some of the, the, you know, scenic landscapes and the ballparks was just, it was a really cool thing. Did you slide down the hill? I did. Okay. I remember Ryan sliding down the hill as well. Oh, he did. Oh yeah. Everybody slid down the hill. Oh, everybody slid. And it. And it is deceiving because it's like dry dirt. Yeah, that's like what it is not soft at all. And so, yeah, there's a lot of guys that um, had some raspberries from sliding oh, yeah. down that. So, oh, but it, it's fun. a cool, it's a cool ordeal. That's, yeah, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. You get you're... so what's, I mean, if you could sum up Ryan mm-hmm. in a few words, what would you? Yeah, how would you do it? Yeah, and you got you guys, you guys teed this up a little bit for me, and I've I've been thinking about it, um, and I want to take it biblical. Okay, Paul. Right in his his last letter, you know, he writes about, you know, he wants to end the finish line and hear the words, well done, good and faithful servant. And man, Ryan was a faithful servant to the Lord, first and foremost, to each and every teammate that he had. You know, like he ended it and and I was telling, you know, Holly, and this might get a little emotional right now, but my daughter, we read his book every night and she'll ask me, Where's where's Ryan? Cause his picture's on the back and you know, he's in heaven and that's because he was a faithful servant, faithful servant. Yep. And I having two young girls now, like just want to give you guys so much glory. Right. And I know that you'll give the glory to God, but, um, you guys raised Ryan, you raised Aaron and they're both amazing, amazing young men. Um, one of them is in eternity, um, is in heaven, the best place in this world. Or the, not in the, yeah, yeah, and uh, he was a faithful servant. Thank you. In all areas that, of life, that's powerful. It is. That's powerful. You know, he finished strong. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. and he's yeah, still yeah. working. I mean, yeah, oh, wow. oh yeah, wow, yeah. You know, yeah. So, did he ever tell you anything about seventeen strong? No, never. Until um, obviously some stuff through Garrett, right? Um, Heard he was, he was writing the book when he was writing the book with with Nicole. Yes. Um. And uh, but never had heard about the Seventeen Strong before that. Okay. The first time I actually heard about Seventeen Strong was at the banquet when you came and spoke about it, oh. and that that was his favorite number. Mm-hmm. And that's that's the first time I ever found out about why he wanted Seventeen, why he wore Seventeen, all yeah. of that, which Isn't was really that cool. Powerful. Oh man. Yeah. And 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 I loved you know earlier before this. Um. Was got, we got talked with Will yes. Dixon, and he was just talking about how it's it's cool how seventeen comes to light oh, yeah. Yeah. so often. And we were, and I mean, today's the seventeenth, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we were preparing for all abilities camp. You guys were coming. Yes. Do you guys know how much our final 
cost was for our camp? No idea. No. It was $15 with a $2 charge. So $17 for the camp that you guys came and spoke at here at CMU, Bronson Arena, same arena that, that Ryan did as Mr. Map. I mean, just the way it works was unbelievable. We had 17 registrants for the longest time. Mm-hmm. And Cody and I were just like, man, it'd be cool to get more, but it would be even cooler if we had 17. And so it's just it's just cool. As you say, he's still working. Absolutely still working. I mean, it's been how many years now? Well, we're seven, six, going on six, six years, and yet every raffle at CMU is still 17 strong foundation. Yep, right. You guys come back and you get to share every February at the leadoff dinner. Like the legacy will never end. There was, I I know, even just this last, I think I want to say it was um, in the fall, you know, there was talks of, you know, should the Mesa baseball team break it down 17 strong anymore? You know, should we, you know, we've, we've, really um, honored Ryan well in that way. Mm-hmm. And it was like, no, absolutely not. I, mean, I remember Conrad Villafu- Conrad Villaporte was like, no, like this is something we got to continue to do. And you guys were in town and you guys came and spoke to the team. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the legacy. Like it doesn't stop. It's not mm-hmm. going to stop. You yeah. know, it's just contagious almost. Right. And then, you know, to hear the, the amount of people that you guys get to serve. I mean, Cool. Another fun fact, cool story, but my wife does weddings and we were at a wedding in Delta and one of the recipients was in Delta and I got to pray with that recipient with you two. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. know if you guys remember that, but wait, wait, I wait. mean, remind me. No, it was it. It was uh, Matt's wedding, Matt's Matt and Nicole. Wedding. So that was Trevor. Yes. Yeah, I remember yeah. that. That was yeah. awesome. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, just, just a really cool, I think, testament, as you said, to just Ryan continuing to be at work of just like whether it's a wedding you know, a baseball game, basketball game, like he's just always there through the foundation that he started. I think it's so important because that's what we all strive for is a legacy. Mm -hmm. You know, what what legacy are you going to leave behind on this earth? How are you going to touch someone else's life and and make it better? And Mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be start a nonprofit organization. You know, it can go be serve the homeless. It can be go... You know, you have extra cans of food in your pantry that you haven't used. Take them to the food bank. There's all kinds of ways that you can impact other people's lives. Yeah. And just by paying it forward is so important. And I think people, life's tough. It it, it is. And we get Mm -hmm. wrapped up in life and we get consumed with just Mm -hmm. our world. Right. But there's so many other people that have it worse, just like what you said earlier in the the podcast, you know. Your worst day yep. is, some, is someone else's dream, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, yeah. and that's way to put it in perspective. That yeah. is, it is, and when it yeah. resonates with you, it just right. it it's just deep in your the core right. of who you are, right? And, and that was just Ryan because he yeah. really, really was. He was. It was an honor for him to be able to go to college. It was mm-hmm. an honor for him to be able to be a part of a team and right. a brotherhood. And right. he didn't take that lightly. Like he yeah. loved every minute of it. Well, he loved life. And yes, yeah. you know. So yeah. that was what was so cool. Mm-hmm. Um, we heard a little bit of the perspectives or different sides of when the team found out on March fourth. Yeah, happened with Ryan and. Um, I don't know where you were or mm-hmm. how you found out, but cause you were still, you were coaching at the yeah. time. So, um, yeah, walk me through that. Yeah. Uh, it's one of the biggest regrets I actually have. Um, I had a test that night and the team was going over to see Ryan in the hospital and I didn't go. Wow. Um, in hindsight, that would have been the last time I ever got to see Ryan. 
and I didn't get to see him because shortly after that he got he got flight, mm-hmm. um, flighted out. Backed out. And uh, yeah, that's one of the biggest that's one of the biggest regrets I have is that I didn't, you know, inconvenience myself in a test to go, you know, see him because any professor on campus would have, you know, allowed me to retake the test. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do remember the day. Um, I just remember the heaviness of it um because uh, and you and holly you and i were talking about this earlier but when we got back from the challenger trip um ryan ryan was sick he started getting something on the trip and it just got worse i remember that that whole week after like he was just coughing so hard um and so that's when you know he had to go in and uh nobody was thinking or wanting even to think, you know, oh, it's back. And I don't think anybody was thinking that. Like, he mm-hmm. beat it, right? We Ryan thinking, beat it. Yeah. No, like, yeah. he loved life, as you said. Like, yeah. he was living life. Like, th- things were good. And then uh, I heard it from Garrett. And then, uh, obviously, it came out from Hanks on the, the group me of just that um, didn't look good. Some stuff that they found, it was more than just a cold, which was just what we all thought it was. Um, and uh, that was kind of, um, I guess... The situation around just when I heard and mm-hmm. all of that, so mm-hmm. yeah, wow, I know, yeah, he and touched a lot of lives in a very short period of time. Oh man, absolutely incredible! I think about that all the time, yeah. and uh, yeah, yeah, it's incredible. And so, you actually went to the service, yes, you were part of that, yes. I was just going to speak on that, yeah, yeah, just yeah. talking about the people that he impacted. Um, I think we were playing UC San Diego mm. is who we were playing that series. And uh, we, it was right, his service was on, a, was it like a Thursday? I don't remember. Or Wednesday. I can't remember the exact date, but it was it was, it was going to be a day before we actually right. started our series. And so we drove up um, to San Luis Obispo, mm. or you yeah, guys were, at, we were close Beach, to. We yeah. really close to. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I just remember coming to you guys' your guys's ranch. Mm-hmm. Um but the next day, I remember driving up to the field because it was on the f- football practice field or the football field. It was on the football field of the high school. The high school. Yeah. And just speaking to the impact. I mean, that's the most people I've ever seen at a funeral. Like, well, even, we, we I'm, I'm 30 years old, and that's the most people I've ever seen at a funeral. And I've been to some big funerals. Like, I was just at a funeral of a guy who started the Four Winds Christ Center here in town. Um, just an incredible pillar here in Grand Junction. And there was far more people at Ryan's funeral. I mean, just... Um, unbelievable. And then the service, like if the, I mean, the Lord was just there, like it was one of the most beautiful services ever. I mean, it was amazing. And I, I just so much appreciated, you know, the faith component of it because we got to talk about, you know, Ryan did live a great life and he impacted people in a lot of ways, but the most important thing that we know that you can do is share the good news of Jesus Christ. Amen. And that's what was shared there. You're given a choice in life. Absolutely. You either believe or you don't. Yep. And, and it's your choice. Yeah. God gave us all the free will. Yep. And Ryan didn't, he didn't hide that. Absolutely. You know, he wore no. it on his shirt sleeve. He did. He did. Yeah. And uh, the service was just um, saturated with that. And it was beautiful. I mean, I I remember just crying a lot. Um, and a lot of it was selfishly because we lost a good human. Um, but you know, the other side of it was just like, wow, that was beautiful. And I, and I think we, you know, it's, it's hard for us. And I've tried, Jamie and I, if we think about you guys all the time, I'm just like, man, like looking at our girls, like, how do you, I don't know how you do that. How do you, how do you move on? How do you get past that? And I think it's hard for us 
and at any funeral, it's like this. You know, it's just like, man, Ryan's in paradise. Mm. Yeah. Like he and, and you guys are gonna be with him one day again, right? Absolutely, and that is the that's, man. Yeah, that's, that's what keeps you going. That's, that, that's the driver going. for sure. That's exactly what keeps yeah. you going because you're like you know. Right. And also, he left us this incredible purpose. Sure. And it's really a lifetime of. Mm. It's not like a small little job. Right. It's a huge right. job that he gave us, yeah. and you know yep. he said words like, I want 17 Strong to be a household name. Okay, that's not just happening overnight. And that's just, but literally, I don't think that I realized what 17 Strong was about until we actually sent our first three in 2017. And knowing the impact that it gave them, Mm. just something to look forward to and to add that. Because cancer robs you of so much hope and dreams. And for us to come Mm. alongside of those people and add that hope and dream back into their life, that's just unmeasurable. And that's because of Ryan, because Mm -hmm. he was affected. And he's like, I don't want anyone else to be denied. Like, why are we thinking of other people? Because it's Ryan. He's because a it's faithful right. servant. That's right. Absolutely. And and that's the crazy thing is like when you're in the moment mm-hmm. and that's all you can think about is your child's health and to get better. Right. I'm not trying to send people on a victory trip. Right. Like right. all I want to do is get my child better. And right. and he thought beyond that. He yeah. thought way bigger than right. I did. Right. And and that people can learn from that, you know. Oh, man. It's such a yes. life and death situation and you're thinking way out of the box like right. and I know that I know that the kid had encounters. I right. know that I know that um there was things that happened in the hospital room. Um yeah. I know that. That's what yeah. keeps me going, you yeah. know, and keeps us motivated right. um to do what we do. Right. But it also the takeaway from it mm-hmm. is Steve and I didn't start this. That's right. This is not what we started. Right. This is what Ryan We're started. We're just continuing and his it legacy. Just blows our mind right. that he never talked to anybody about it. Yeah, like, I yeah. Blows I mean, it's my it's mind. the like, Lord's literally. work. Like literally, the biggest platform. Literally. The Lord's work. Well, just, he didn't want it to be about him. That's why right. he never totally. He says, "This is not what I did." Right. You know, this is just right something that we came up with because yeah. everybody deserve something to look forward to. I right. mean, he had that foresight. Yeah. You know? yeah. yeah. So, he was an incredible human being. I mean, so, just, man, it's fun to talk about him. It, it is. is fun it to is talk so fun to talk about him. About him. And, it it's, and, and there's stories coming out almost six years later like that yeah. we didn't even know. And that's yeah. one reason why we wanted to do these podcasts is right. in Grand Junction because – Literally, if you put it in perspective, he was here for six months. Right. Six months. And look mm-hmm. at the impact that yeah. he has d- like made an impact. Yeah. In and and there's so many more of his so teammates from here that want to talk. It was only but, six months. Yeah. I didn't realize yeah. it was only six months. So he started in January. He came back. Okay, so he came home for the yeah. summer and then came and back in August. In got, August. Yeah. Yep. And it, then it was back in the hospital right. in so August. Literally, if you wow. pieced it all together, it was only six months. And the impact that he mm-hmm. did on so many people in this area. Area, in yeah. this community and right. how the community in Grand Junction rallied around Steve and I and Aaron yeah. like again still to this right. day I right. just yeah. am blown away right. how they loved us and that's what we needed we just needed to be loved and we needed to be uh, open-armed and just I mean yeah. President Foster he made it happen for mm-hmm. everybody to cut for the baseball team yep. to come yep. he made it happen it wasn't a question it was like we're gonna make it happen right. you, 
just my heart. Uh, it just, I, I'll we never love forget that, that. I love that. We got um, good people here at Mesa. We do. We just do. Great this is a great community. Yeah, it is it a is. great community. And I, I just, I love it. And I, yeah, so it's, I think it's safe to say that he impacted your life, um, impacted oh, yeah. Grand Junction, impacted the baseball program. Um, it, do you think, do, do you know anybody that you would compare him to? Is there somebody that you would compare him to? Do you think that he's like one of a kind? What do you think? What are your oh, thoughts? man. For sure one of a kind. One of a kind. For sure one of a kind. I mean, there's, I think of, uh, I think immediately when you try to answer a question like that, you start thinking of people in your life who are great friends, you know? Yeah. And I just, I think of a mix of all these people. I mean, Austin Kaiser is one of my best friends. And the joy that Ryan had reminds me of Austin Kaiser's joy. Mm-hmm. I mean, just the love of life yeah. um, and just the um, curiosity mm-hmm. of things is something Ryan just had. I mean, just so curious right. about everything. Yep. Um, yeah. But yeah, he, and he's just fun. I mean, it was fun. It was fun to watch him and, I mean, Mr. Mav, going back to that, I yeah. mean, just his, his well, personality, his personality for sure. Whether yes. there was, hundred people in it or there was you and him he made it like yep. you were the most important person and yep. that was what was so special yes is yeah right not a lot of people can do that one of a kind one of a kind yeah it's it's very rare i think that you can find i mean i work with a lot of college students it's very rare that you can find a college student um that was that that carried themselves with the maturity that ryan did mm. i mean as a you know 18 year old sharing your testimony you know, at an FCA event. I mean, I was there. I was there. And that was intimidating. And just that he didn't prepare at all and it would just go. I mean, he, yeah, yeah, that's, that's a very special, I don't think, I think the Lord allows us to meet very few people like that in our lives. Um, and so, yes, you asked me if Ryan impacted my life. Absolutely. I remember texting you guys just a text, you know, a few months back, um, of just being like, he impacted my life. And I meant that. I mean, he really did. Um, and he continues to. Thank you. In the conversation I get to have with my girls Absolutely. about heaven and Absolutely. where he is, and we'll get to meet him one day. Yeah. And thank him for writing the Toad's Code. The Toad's, Toad's Code. Code. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Well, I think that's a great place thank to end. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for being here. Thank you for what you do um, for Fellowship of Christian Athletes. Yep. And what an amazing program that you've built here. Uh, and continued here. Yeah. So thank you for that work here, and thank you for being here today. And, yeah. Uh, we love your wife and your daughters. Um, just fun to see them grow up. So. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you guys for having me. Um, it's our pleasure. It, uh, I don't feel like I should be one of the guys to speak on this, but oh, we're, um, we're very thankful that I got to here. And with that, we thank... Um, Theo Smith. Theo has been a rock star. Yeah, she has. Yep. So thank you to Theo. Yes. And then Nate Hand, our studio engineer, who's going to put all this together mm. uh, later on. But to Colorado Mesa University, thank mm. you so much for the beautiful studio yeah. and for just allowing us to be here. Yeah. And uh, yep. we love this town. We love this school. So mm. thank you. Like Ryan always said, attitude is everything. You've been listening to 17 Strong. Victories don't come by accident. To be part of the show, make a donation, or request more information, go to 17strong.org. That's S-E-V-E-N-T-E-E-N strong.org.